Thank you for joining me today. This is episode number three. My name is Dale Light Jr. And you are listening to A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. Welcome back to A Better Pickup Line, the podcast. So in the last episode, we talked about being graced to find a mate. And we ended with the statement, the only thing that you must do to receive your God-given spouse is to believe what God has said, to believe in him. But why is belief so important? It's important because your belief or your lack thereof determines the results that you get. Remember, the Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you think is basically what you believe. So according to your thoughts, according to your beliefs, it is done unto you. Belief is the access code by which you obtain what God has for you or what Satan has you. Now, what we call that is fear. When you start walking in doubt and worry and unbelief and fear, now you receive the things that Satan has said. But when you walk in belief and faith, now you are able to access all that grace has already made available for you. And like in the story that I, I, I spoke of yesterday concerning Cara Simmons, it was her belief in what was told to her that allowed her to take possession of her new home. Now, she simply could have not believed them. I don't believe it. Nope, this is not true. She could have gone back to her own home, her old house. She could have gone back to struggling to make ends meet through her own self-effort. She could have done all of that. And she would have had a new home with everything in it that was already prepared for her. She could have had everything that she already needed already laid out aside for her. And she wouldn't have been able to partake of it. She wouldn't be able to benefit from her because she didn't believe it. However, she chose to believe when presented with a free gift. So it is with us. God cannot override your belief. Even Jesus, when he was doing all of those great works, he goes into, uh, I think it was his own city where he was from. And the Bible says that he could not do many mighty works there. And the reason was because of their unbelief. God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. But they could not enter into the promised land, that place of rest, because of their unbelief. Remember, Moses sent out the spies. He sent out 12 of them and 10 of them came back with the bad report. Only Joshua and Caleb came back with a good report. And those that came back with the bad report said, you know, we're like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And so are we in their eyes. And so God could not override their unbelief. He needs you to believe in him and what he has said. That is the access code. The only thing that stops you from having what God has freely given in your life is that you don't believe him. God had already promised the children of Israel the promised land. Their unbelief kept them from receiving it. They were disqualified because they refused to accept the gift. And that's why God refers to it in Hebrews 3. He refers to it as a evil heart of unbelief. It's evil because it stops what he wills to do in your life. Not only that, but when you do not believe what God has said, you automatically believe the lie. 
When you believe the lie, you accept its gift and you see its result in your life. Like I said before, that's everything that Satan has packaged up for you. That's not what you want to receive. You want to receive the things that God has for you. And that only takes place when you believe what he has said. That's the only way to see his results in your life. Again, Proverbs 23 and 7. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And that's why Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues or the forces, the conditions of life. The thoughts and beliefs you hold are determining everything you receive, whether for or against God's will. And it's vital that you take control and choose what he has prepared and who he has prepared for you. All of this is flowing out of your heart and you must take good care to make sure that what flows out of your heart is in line with his word for your life. God has already prepared someone for you just to your liking, someone that you are pleased with, that you love, who is smitten by you, faithful to you, complimentary to you and is in love with all your flaws, idiosyncrasies, strengths, and anything else that makes you who you are. You just have to believe him. Romans 10 and 11 tells us, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. God will not allow you to go through the shame of not receiving the mate you desire if you will trust him and believe what he said. He didn't let Abraham down and he won't let you down if you walk in the faith that Abraham walked in. Look at Romans 4, 18, talking about Abraham, who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God against all contrary information. And he received that which his belief laid hold of. At this point, you have two choices. You can continue to walk in unbelief, trying to find a spouse your own way and experiencing failure after failure while never entering into his rest, thinking thoughts like I'm not good enough. No one will love me. There aren't any good men or women left. I have to fix X, Y and Z about myself first. I need to go here and I need to go there in order to meet someone. I have to do this to find a mate. I have to be that for someone to love me. I'm not sure God will give me what I desire, only what I need. I'm tired of being hurt and rejected. Never again. I'm not subjecting myself to this anymore. I don't believe in love. You can stay in that place or you can choose to believe God. Trust him and not lean on your self-effort, not lean on your sophisticated ways of coping with failure. You know, we have all these things that, that we do that we tell ourselves works for us, and it's just a way of coping with the failure that we're walking in. 
and we're deceiving ourselves and thinking it's working for us when it actually is not. Now, when we do these things, when we believe God, trust him, when we get over the fear of trusting something or someone other than our own devices, we can enter into his rest and see his promises in our life. But the question is, what exactly are we to believe? And we will get to that in the very next episode. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at Jr. And on Instagram, it's Lot. Or you can reach out to me through my blog, abetterpickupline.com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit DellLot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak, you can find all the information on DellLot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed Time and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great and awesome day and join me next time on a better pickup line, the podcast.